0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, if there's one thing that links urban areas around the world, it's that in all of them you can probably find graffiti, or if you prefer, it's street art. It can range from large and striking works to tags, which often only make sense to the person that put it there. And while local authorities do their best to mitigate this, uh, that is a game of whack-a-mole. So has graffiti become so ubiquitous, we just don't see it anymore? News talk scribbling on Wall's word, uh, walls correspondent, Henry McKean, has been out uh, investigating. Uh, good afternoon, Henry.
1: Sean, good afternoon. Yeah, I've never actually got out a spray can and graffiti. still There's No, fine. neither have I. Um, you no. know, maybe I'll do one of those um, tags as they say, putting your name or your initials somewhere. But, but isn't it yeah. you know, like you're
0: supposed to do it in some place where you know, the potential is
1: because you know the way yeah. you kind of see on railway bridges yes. and you go
0: how the hell did they get up there
1: sometimes even? they bring portable ladders or, or sometimes they just take huge risks with ropes but yeah the idea is to get your graffiti everywhere mm. and I am seeing an increase anecdotally I see it all over the place even in the car park on the top floor in the corner it is everywhere it's you know all over the place where you least, uh, least expect it and you could say there's reasons for it perhaps during the pandemic um, you know people had a lot of of um, pent-up, you could say, Uh, boredom uh, and they just wanted to get out there the streets are quieter so they could carry on um, spraying everywhere Uh, and and also uh, because of all these new building sites across the capital there's loads of wooden hoarding there's loads of places to actually do it and in my opinion I actually think right now graffiti is cool you could say like tattoos Um, people uh, really want to do a bit of graffiti also Dublin City Council are giving artists space to actually put a bit of an artwork uh, in Uh, but yeah there is a huge difference you could say between graffiti and then what is the difference between graffiti art and then some people are saying is it vandalism and it's a really really uh, a tough one i did actually get to speak to a young graffiti artist he gave his view here is tyler
2: from my personal it's for me it's in between because i do i love art and i love my way of expressing my feelings and everything else is true art but true graffiti art that's the way I see it, but a lot of people are in college and stuff, they're doing art courses, so a lot of them would have to get like rent out places and do graffiti, here. but people might think that's vandalism, but if they have the permission to do it, well then it's not vandalism.
1: And the cans, the spray-painting cans, how much are they roughly?
2: You could get spray-painting cans for about €5-10, it depends on what shop you go to. And
1: what's your view on tagging? Is tagging just a way of saying a bit like a dog taking a wee, this is my territory, or is it just a fun way to express yourself?
2: It could be, it could be both. It could be the person tagging their name on it to say, well, I've done this, this is my art, and I'm going to show the world that I can do this. It's nice to show people you have some sort of skills. Everybody has their own skills.
1: And let's say mates decide to you know, get up in the middle of the night and just put their tag everywhere... Are you okay with that or is it a bit antisocial?
2: Well, in the middle of the night it is a bit antisocial because nobody's going to see it in the middle of the night. Well,
1: they'll see it when they wake up.
2: Yeah, but it depends on where it is. If they got permission to do it, then it's not vandalism. But if they're just doing it, I'll wake up with a spray can, i paint something, that's vandalism. Unless you get the permission off the premises where you're doing it, it's vandalism.
1: But you do like street art, organised street art.
2: Organised street art, yeah. I do like to see colours and people's a way of expressing themselves. But if it's permission.
1: OK, that's, uh,
0: that's Tyler there. Uh, we were talking earlier on about how they get them into these very difficult uh, um, places to get to. You wonder how they manage that. Uh, as Henry said, uh, some of them bring portable ladders. Someone's texted in to point out that portable ladders is, isn't that not every ladder?
1: Well, that's they a good point. are by their nature they, portable. Uh, yes, that's uh, totally um, fair. I meant like the yeah. small mini ones that you might <laughs> yeah. bring to a golf tournament or something. That's what you meant. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. little ones yeah, that fold over. Even but if they're you, all portable, really. Even the largest, tallest ones ever. Yeah. Uh, are portable. But well, let's say, I mean
0: you can get letters that are welded into walls mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, but it wouldn't be one crane. of them. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah that, I take that. Yeah. Listener's point. That's a good point. A ladder. Pointing that out. They bring a ladder. Let's just leave it at that. Ladder. Full stop.
0: What about the artists? Says Ken, who puts this in inverted commas, that put themselves in danger. And others, uh, says Ken, uh, Ken, who's a train driver. So presumably Ken's seen a fair amount of, uh, of graffiti there. I I assume Ken wouldn't be a fan of graffiti, he wouldn't be alone in that, of course.
1: Yeah, and I understand Irish Rail have spent over a million euro removing uh, basically graffiti off their trains and buildings, and the guards do say uncontrolled graffiti is a criminal, it's criminal damage, and you should report it. So uncontrolled graffiti is just going rah, all over the train. (laughs) Um, Uncontrolled.
0: (laughs) If somebody actually specifically tagged uncontrolled on the side of a train, (laughs) we would not recommend (laughs) you do that because it's obviously illegal.
1: That is uh, criminal damage. But yeah, Yeah. lots of People are very angry over it. I did speak to uh, independent counsel at Mannix Flynn. He doesn't like it at all. And he joins us from Helsinki, and he's very angry.
3: Uh, these aren't artists. These are vandals. Uh, and this is criminal damage uh, done you know, in the guise of it being tagging and the guise of it being some form of cultural or creative expression. When there isn't, for each tag that's on a building, it costs a, a fair few bob to remove. So if you kick off somebody's wing mirror, you know what I mean, uh, because you want to express your anger, you know, it's going to cost you like a, a fair few bob to put it back together and possibly a criminal charge. Uh, but I'm other hand, have you go along and you spray paint somebody's building or you spray paint their door or the window. That scene is like, you know, inoffensive and creative when it's absolutely wrong. I believe that the artistic community don't really support this because it's acts of vandalism. It's not acts of creativity. There's a big difference between street art, street performance, and graffiti and tagging, uh, and this needs to be stamped out and not encouraged. The lovely sea walls all along Sandy Mount and and uh, and uh, and Sea Point are destroyed. Indeed, many of the transport uh, uh, bridges are completely and absolutely destroyed. Uh, we have made provision in Dublin City Council for individuals who wish to express wherever they want to express. We have given them graffiti walls to do it, but that's not suffice. These individuals think they're activists. They think they're actually making some sort of stand when in actual fact they're not. The quality of the graffiti is appalling, really, really bad, and the quality of the street art isn't great either. And then of course there's then some companies who seem to think that they can do it as well because they're actually pretending to be artists when in actual fact they're advertising companies and they use the same methods and then argue that oh they're giving artists employment when in actual fact they're breaking the law. I'm all on for expression. I'm all on for, you know what I mean, freedom of expression. I'm all on for cultural expression uh, and for everybody, not just the young, but everybody to wish to express themselves. Uh, there's an appropriate place to do that. But these, again, are simple situations whereby large amounts of the town streets, uh, walls, doors of the city are simply being destroyed. Uh, indeed, my own art space on the keys was dug and I had to clean off uh, the, the, uh, the offensive material this is just, you know, a bunch of individuals who think it's cool and hipster to be out there and doing this. And it ain't good enough, and it's not good enough, and it's not a good example, and it won't lead to these works being Banksies. And to prove my point about vandalism, most of these tags are done in the middle of the night by individuals who are masked up, you know what I mean, who've got their faces covered, all to best each other.
0: Right, that was independent uh, councillor Mannix Flynn there, uh, who, uh, as Henry said, was in Helsinki.
1: What was he doing in Helsinki? I think he was at an art installation, but it wasn't graffiti. Ah. Oh,
0: interesting. Uh, so he was obviously there to to view some real art. Uh, somebody agrees with him, says, uh, well, there's art and there's art. Big Ed Wazir is not art. Uh, fair enough. Uh, though, I don't know, Big Ed, if you're listening, if you'd like to get on and, uh, and defend what you do, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Somebody else says, but Mannix Flynn, get a grip. How is a sea wall lovely? Uh, okay, uh, you yeah, it, but it might be made slightly less lovely if somebody has dubbed Big Ed uh, Wazir uh, on the side of it. Difficult to get it off, though. I mean, there was. I mean, hmm. they, like they've done it. Yes. Like it has happened to you know statues and yeah, like you might say, a hoarding or something. News. That's all right. A hoarding, I should say. That's all right. But. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. It's really hard to get off, and like you could say, tattoos these days. Really good quality paint. It's really hard to get off, especially uh, as you said, um, basically plastic or, or glass or, or a statue. Maybe easier to get off, uh, perhaps paint because you can just literally paint over it. Yeah. But 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 yeah, you're right. I mean. Yeah, if Mannix Flynn thinks something's beautiful without um, graffiti, who am I to judge? But then again, who are we to judge if we think that the uh, graffiti isn't beautiful? And it's very expensive to have it removed. It's costing Dublin City Council, I understand, well over 100000 a year to clean it up. I think it could even be more. I think it could be double that. It could be €200,000 because they've got to get those big jet washers out, get all the chemicals. It takes a lot of time and then even perhaps renovate it if it's really damaged. Uh, Here is James and he is a uh, Dublin City Council uh, street cleaner. You work for Dublin City Council and we're beside one of these boxes beside the street here. There's a a tag, as they call it. It's basically somebody's signature. How hard is that to get off?
4: It would be hard. Um, There'd be a lot of scrubbing down on it. Um, it'd take a while to get off. So you'd have to use special detergent? Yeah, special detergent just to clean it off. So it'd take a, a while, and it doesn't be just on one. It does be all around the city.
1: You spend all day trying to keep the city clean. What do you think of graffiti? Is it art? Is it street art? Or is it a form of vandalism?
4: Um, I think it's a form of vandalism, especially on like, buildings and shops. and It's very hard to get it off for the businesses. And also, like, it's different if it's on a wall where they're planning it, where they're just doing a big so piece of, like... Picture. big picture. Yeah, a big picture on a wall, but on, like, telephone boxes or bins and that, it's just, it just looks dirty around the city. And do you see
1: the young people do it?
4: Not really, no. I think they'd more do it during the night or Nighttime. when it's late, later, but not... During the day, you don't see much of it.
0: Right, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's a chap who's uh, unenviable task is to try and uh, get rid of that stuff. And it is like, it's not like they have one particular thing and they spray it off and it's easy. There's a lot of elbow grease to get rid of it. It, it, And it's it's
1: constant because they come out at night again and then they have another go and another go. But, you know, DCC are actually giving these uh, artists uh, spaces, designated spaces to actually spray paint, which is, I suppose, changing it a good bit. Um, Here is Ray Yates. He is the uh, Dublin City Arts Officer.
5: And in my 12-year experience in, in the post it's my experience that Dublin City Council really wants to encourage street art. And often there's a perception that we don't because you know, people have to apply and they wonder why do they have to apply? Like, why do they need permissions? Well, obviously, if you're going to paint on a building, you probably need the owner's permission. And people in the area may object to having a mural in, in their area. And if people object to somebody pulling up a mural, we do have to listen to it because although we really want to support artists, we're also supporting residents, supporting businesses. And we're trying to balance aesthetically to how a city might look so sometimes a piece of art might be proposed in an area that we think mightn't fit in then people wonder how do we make decisions about this well there there are two kinds of processes and my great colleague Siobhan Mar in public domain can either set up a, a partnership process for you if you apply or it can go to a full planning permission but obviously we don't want to you know to face or harm a, a medieval building or we, normally people will not paint onto red brick for example but we do want to encourage it. And um, it's important too that street art doesn't become advertisement and indeed that it has great value. So arts experts will assess your, your application and we will try it in every way to support the artists who want to do street art in Dublin.
0: There is a kind of a, a point there in the sense that, that they, they do that in many places around Ireland. Yeah. Now, if you're a busker, mm-hmm. uh, they make sure that, you know, you have a tune in your head before you go yeah. and inflict it on people exactly. on the street. But the same token, if you're going to produce some art, why wouldn't you be uh, tested in be some a way or assessed, you know, at least? Uh,
1: absolutely. Like if you look at the, the London Underground like that, they actually uh, ask them, they give them a trial to see if they're up to it. The, the yeah. actual uh, buskers to, to make sure that you reach a standard.
0: Uh, Anne, uh, who's in Dublin, says, we're plagued by moronic, illiterate and ugly graffiti where I live it's like the most ignorant people with nothing better to do come out at night to express themselves but Milan and other beautiful cities are destroyed uh, says Anne Uh, so uh, and Ellie on Twitter says the probability of paint sticking to a surface is directly proportional to how much you don't want that paint there it's a proven maths fact Uh, and it does a lot back that up I think a yeah. lot of real science to back that up and, and on, a,
1: on a proven yeah. maths fact um, uh, you know there, there are economic and social costs to this it can make an area look quite run down um, I suppose I ask these people uh, what their view is on it all yes depending on the level of the, the execution of the graffiti if it's kind of a message meaning
5: or it's quirky or there's some extra add to the general landscape then I would say I like it
4: I quite like graffiti. Um, if you look at the likes of Bristol and stuff, they're always bigging it up.
1: Um, lots of graffiti.
4: Yeah, lots of graffiti, and people love it. Uh, I think if you had designated areas where you could go, right, this could be That's a spot for effort. you guys to tag or to like show your artwork, then why not? Yeah. Because
1: I live in Miami now, and uh, down in Wynwood, you know, and they've turned the graffiti into art, and uh, they have like art nights, and people come, and it's like taking a Really, like down and out place, and made it more modern. And people come and visit, and they've took something and made it into something bigger. What do you think of graffiti?
5: I think it's I think it's a great art form, and I think it looks well in the right setting, and it can really liven up an area, you know, if it's done correctly and it's looked after. There was um, a walkway down in Sandyford Industrial Estate, and it was hoarding to, to close up building sites that were abandoned. And it, they got professional graffiti artists in to do it on, and it looked stunning. The business. It looked stunning. Tagging can be okay, but when it gets carried away, it looks dirty, can look messy, you know. But personally, I think graffiti is a beautiful art form, done correctly, it looks amazing. Personally, I think
3: tagging is a form of vandalism, um, because it's generally on closed shutters and shops, mm. walls that shouldn't be tagged. Um, In areas where graffiti is used, and there's walls provided for people to do it, and it's done professionally, it looks great. Art is art, but uh, yeah, I just think tagging's uh, vandalism.
0: There you go. Uh, um, uh, Someone says various views on this. Uh, Someone says uh, man, explain nonsense as usual. Graffiti is the voice of the disenfranchised. Uh, William says I find advertising billboards much more offensive, ugly, and antisocial than graffiti. Ads make us feel insecure and make us buy crap we don't need. Uh, and uh, D says, if the only images we see in public spaces are billboards and such trying to flog things to us, cities would be deeply, deeply depressing visually. And uh, some good news for you, uh, Henry from Dave. Uh, Dave points out that fire escapes are non-portable ladders, as are most ladders backstage in theatres, which are bolted to the walls. Well, thank you for backing me up. So there you go. Uh, there is such a thing as a, a non-portable ladder. Henry, thanks a million, as ever.
2: Moncrief. Weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On Talk.